to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week's episode is sponsored by Monster Fun, a brand new comic packed with laughter, mischief and mayhem. All the things we love at Fun Kids. So we're going to be joined by Ned, one of the Monster Fun writers, and Carl, a Monster Fun comic artist. We'll also have a go at creating our very own comic, so I hope you're feeling creative. Plus, of course, as usual, there are events from all across the country as well. And today on Activity Quest, I'm joined by Ned and Carl from Monster Comics. Monster Comics is a magazine filled with comic strips following the antics of characters like Frankie Stein, Kid Kong, Dracula Lass, Steel Commando, and the Leopard from Lime Street. Plus, it's got loads of fun activities and puzzles and prizes that you can win in every issue. So, Ned and Carl are going to be telling us about how they create Monster Comics, and they're going to be giving us some tips that we can use to create our own comic later in the show. So, Carl, Ned, welcome to Activity Quest. How are you guys doing? That's about it. yourself? Very good. Thanks for having us on. Uh, so we should tell our listeners, of course, Monster Fun is a brand new comic book that's coming out. Is it every two weeks? Is that right, Ned? It's every two months. Two months. So, um, every two months. But what's really exciting is that there hasn't been a new regular comic for kids for in, the, in Britain for, for, for like years and years and years now. Yeah, it's so exciting to have this new comic out because, uh, like you say, there hasn't really been many new kind of comic books out for a little while. No, and what's great is that it's a comic which is about comics as well. And it's about these characters. It's it's just about people that love comics making comics. And I think that really comes through that everyone everyone involved absolutely loves doing it. And it just means that it's just really brilliant and really, really fun to read. So Carl, tell me, what is your inspiration for getting into the comic business? Well, my inspiration was uh, initially my, my parents said, Don't become a cartoonist, you'll never make a living. But I got involved in Peanuts as a comic strip. But then when it came to comics, I was very, very much inspired by Albert Aderza, who draws Asterix the Gaul, or did draw Asterix the Gaul. And without realizing it, it became my trademark, which was action. Cartoons, action, it's just wild action. I love it. Uh, what do you draw now? What's your kind of, do you have like a certain strip you work on for Monster Fun? Yeah, I, I work on, on Kid Kong. But I was delighted to get Kid Kong because he's a big, bumbling idiot. It just crashes into stuff, means well, but just ends up in disaster. Classic comic fodder. Uh, Ned, how about you? What were your inspirations when you were kind of getting into comics? That's a really good question. I was thinking about this because um, I think maybe Tintin. I have this huge stack of Tintin books that I absolutely loved. And I just love the kind of sense of adventure and sense, and sense of kind of action and fun with those ones. So, Ned, what do you work on now for Monster Fun? What's your kind of like main strip? So there's the one that I'm working on is called the Steel Commando, which is brilliant. It's this kind of World War II, it's just like the 1970s, World War II comic strip about a robot soldier uh, who goes slightly wrong and he will only take orders from the laziest man in the army. So it's really good fun. So it starts off with him hanging on the side of a, of a, of a bomb hurtling towards London in the middle of World War II. And then it kind of gets, gets even crazier from there. So it's because, and because we're in a comic called Monster Fun, it has to be funny. It has to be really, you know, you have to make jokes. Like there's a, he's hanging off the side of the rocket and he says, which wire should I pull? And he says, I don't know. It's not exactly rocket science. <laughs> I'm really glad that we got to put that joke in there. Um, and it's, yeah, it's about kind of balancing that idea that it should be action packed. Lots of, lots of really exciting things happening all the time, but also kind of funny and, you know, and make people laugh at the same time, which is, which is great. It's a tough thing to do. And so I'm, I'm confused about how this works. So Carl, would you say, are you the illustrator? Are you the illustrator for your bit? And then Ned, are you a writer? Like, do you work with someone else? Do you guys work together with people? 
I, I have the, the the script sent to me, and I then sort of pretty much decide. I mean, the the, the writer will say, "We'll have fifty five thousand people in that panel, one hundred twenty thousand people in that panel," because writers have absolutely no idea what it's like to hold a pencil. <laughs> and he's, I always yeah, make sure that I don't put horses in comics because I know that artists hate drawing horses. No, I love horses. Oh, do I do you? All right, I would send you a script with like a hundred horses come over the horizon. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, but yes, okay. I mean, then, but then the writers luckily, luckily, are, are very understanding and realise that you are going to have to cut out the odd panel if you, you know, to if you want to have a lot of characters in a panel, then other stuff has got to go. So it's a bit mm. of a juggling game. I used to write and draw. Oh wow, it's a lot easier doing that because I I knew. But I do appreciate that the writers, they got a job and they do a fantastic job. But they do get a little carried away sometimes. <laughs> do you ever miss stuff out of the story and just pretend that I hope they don't notice and just be like, I'll be fine, they'll not see? Yeah, I, if I do that, I tend to look out the window a while, just say, oh, look at an aeroplane going by and hope like, oh, no one noticed I dropped the phone. <laughs> one of the things that I love about comics is that it's a collaborative and creative process. So it's brilliant because it's people working together to to, to, to uh, cre- create something really imaginative and fun. I, that's what I love about Monster Fun. I think you can see that everyone, they have this love of doing it and they're doing it because they really, really enjoy doing it. It's a really simple process. I mean, that's what I'd say to anyone that's kind of thinking about making comics is this, the lettering, the speech billings part of it is something that you know, always ends up being an afterthought, but it's a really, really complicated and it's a really creative and it's a really kind of, it's an art form in itself, isn't it? It's a, re- it's a really hard thing to do. There will be people out there wanting to working in comics and it is a great life there's no getting away from it there there are a load of really good if you're going to use a computer to letter there are a load of really good uh free lettering fonts on um blambots blambot.com which is nate piekos is another one as well and a a thousand free fonts is um, a million free fonts i think it was called they're all good ones and all free good ones and there's a lot of really good sound effects ones for all the kind of crash and bang and what all those ones so there are loads of fantastic fonts for those this is good advice so this is what i was going to ask you is like if people want to do their own comics at home i mean obviously we've already started to talk about it but like what top tips do you have do you have to plan it out in advance or do you just draw and see what happens i would say the first thing you've got to do is you've got to get your characters right you've got to give them uh, an actual uh, an actual background should we say without actually constantly going into the backgrounds you can't just have a character stand there and give them words and hope that it will work. Uh, the character has to have something that uh, the reader will identify with. And then you'll find the stories will generally write themselves because you've done the, the basic foundation. First thing that we do before we even like, look at panel one is I give them a worksheet of like, who is this character? What are the, you know? What, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? You know, who are the How old are they? What do they love? What do they hate? And they'll spend like 10 minutes just going through this and then it makes it so much easier for them to then start doing the, doing the comics afterwards because they've thought about who the character is. And I always say exactly, exactly what I was saying, Carl, that it's that, you know, once you've got the good character worked out and some of these kids come up with such amazing characters, one like DJ Worm, about a worm who's a DJ. And I just thought that was amazing. And it, all these stories came from this worm that was a DJ and he, he just came up with pages and pages off the stuff. It was brilliant. Kids, they're just the greatest audience in the world and they've got the greatest open minds as well. Yeah, big imaginations, I guess. And practically as well, would you recommend like drawing it like out freehand or would you say like get a computer program? Like what's a really good way of kind of making your own homegrown comic? Well, it it depends what your preference is. I am old school in the respect that I use pens, brushes and pencils. If you're of this generation, you're generally going to go with your computer or or your phone or anything because that's what you're used to. But me... I still prefer the pencil on the page and the scratchy sound of a pen or the beautiful smooth line that 
that, that a brush can make because I actually draw the outlines with a brush. It takes a long time to learn, but it's very, very nice when you finally get it right. Oh my goodness, how about you, Ned? Um, because I'm a writer, I just tend to use a word processor to go on with it. Um, but I do, when I do my own comics, which is, the, the, I mean, the reason I'm a writer is I'm, I'm Ter- a terrible artist um but I, but I do enjoy it though which is you know which is the main the main thing i really like doing it um the one thing that i, that I find use really useful for me is doing kind of sketch outlines and pencil and going over them in pen afterwards and rubbing out the pencil underneath it i think i find that takes a lot of the pressure away from getting stuff right first time make sure you leave enough room for the speech balloons because it always takes longer than you think it always, they always take up more space than you think they will do and if you're going to write them out you write the write the words out first then do the speech balloon around them because you're never going to fit them in otherwise um, but I think part of the fun of making comics is, is kind of finding out what works for you what, what process works for you because there isn't really well, well there are people that do tend to use quite similar processes no one's process is exactly the same as anyone else's uh, in, the, in the same way that when you're writing a comic script there aren't there's no actual kind of set format for comic scripts like there are for films or for tv it's just kind of the way i see it is when you write a comic script it's a letter to the artists and so if they want to use you know you're, you're talking to them and if they have a better way of framing something or doing something or telling the story then i always think you know they're the ones that, that, that are doing the artwork they you know they should take priority for doing that yeah. so it must be nice for you to think there goes the script i wonder what he's going to do with it it's amazing it's absolutely amazing i absolutely love it and 99% of the time, it's so much better than I ever could have hoped. That it's always, I'm always excited to see what comes back. I just think it's really, I find myself really lucky that I get to do that. I get to write lots of really weird things like a bomb is about to, you know, land on London and then someone's head gets blown off or whatever. And then, I, and then you know, a month later or whatever, I, I get to see this, how, how someone's, you know, how someone's drawn that. It's just, just fantastic. Oh, that is so cool. I, before I let you go, I, I need to ask, do we have um, something for our listeners, like a little Easter egg to look out for in the newest issue of Monster Fun? Is there something we can look out for and we'll be like, we know about that because we've already heard about it. What do you reckon? Well, I would say a giant monkey and even more giant banana. <laughs> I say. Go for that. Great. <laughs> I would say for, for Steel Commando, I would say it starts off as a World War II comic, but it doesn't necessarily have to stay as a World War II comic, it can, when you're writing science fiction, it can go anywhere you want it to. Oh, masters of the tease here, Carl and <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for telling us all about it. Uh, we should say we've got um, lots of stuff about Monster Fun. You've got a website as well. Um, you're all online and obviously it can be delivered to the door as well, I imagine. Yes. And if you go, if you go online, there's a really lovely kind of subscription pack that you can get if you subscribe to it. So uh, pester your parents. They, If you keep pestering them, they will buy it for you. That's how, that's how it works. That's how Fun Kids works as well. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much for chatting to us. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. All right, if you want to find out more about Monster Fun or subscribe to the comic itself, then go to monsterfun.co.uk where you can find their latest magazines, subscriptions and free activity worksheets. Well, I'm feeling pretty inspired after talking to Ned and Carl. Meg has just joined us. Uh, Meg, are you feeling inspired? I am. It was so interesting hearing about how a comic is made and I loved all the tips that Ned and Carl gave us. So I'm going to be going through these tips and we're going to be making our own comic online, which means even if you're not an amazing artist, uh, I'm not the best artist at all, you can create an amazing comic. All right, that sounds great. But first, let's hear all of the events going on across the UK this week. Specs, yes, grab your band of ocean explorers for a daring expedition at Blue Planet Aquarium. Dive above and below the waters and see what you can see in the sea. 
This aquarium gets you up close to water-bound beasts, including over 1,500 fish. It's also home to one of Europe's largest collection of sharks, and you can even swim with them. This is Blue Planet Aquarium. It's in Cheshire, blueplanetaquarium.com. Check out the cool side of history with holographic stage performances, iconic stage costumes, and handwritten lyrics by Adele and more. I'm talking about the British Music Experience Museum. Try out fun activities like how to boogie to different genres of music from rave to reggae. Or let your creativity loose on the many instruments dotted around the museum. It's the British Music Experience Museum in Liverpool. Just search British Music Experience. And have you ever wondered what a Roman soldier's bedroom looks like 2,000 years ago? Well, wonder no more. At the National Roman Legion Museum, you can step back in time and enter a Roman's bedroom, check out a child's teeth, and inspect a real-life soldier's helmet. Don't forget to see the fortress baths, amphitheatre and barracks too. This museum is one of the best in the country. It's in Newport, museum.wales, to find out more. And finally, the new issue of Mega Magazine is an LOL special. Make your mates lol with a wicked list of 80 jokes. Become the Minecraft master with some awesome crafting tips. Take on a mega Pokemon quiz and become a dino genius with 10 facts about Jurassic World. Plus, funny posters, epic puzzles and sick comics. Mega Magazine is out on Wednesday. Thanks, Adam. Now we need to go back to Meg. She's going to show us how to create your very own online comic, just like Monster Fun. Thanks, Beck. So, I'm going to be showing you how to make your own comic today, and I'm using a free online tool called storyboardthat.com. Um, so basically you can make any comic and the good thing about this is you don't have to be like really good at drawing. I am not very good at drawing at all. It takes me a long time to make a comic and I don't think that my character would look the same in each piece. But I'm going to take some of the advice from Ned who's a writer for Monster Fun and think about what he said when creating a character. So before we start I'm going to have a think about creating a character. Now I'm going to start with their age. I think my character's going to be 10. She's just moved schools, but she's hiding a big secret. And that secret is that she is a spy. Now remember, you can think of any story you want. It can be superheroes, spies, it could be a fashion comic, it could be all about your friends or someone that you know. It can be anything that you want it to be. So I've got a 10-year-old who's moved school, she's hiding a secret, she's a spy. And she knows that someone is using the school labs to try and destroy the world. Now, Ned said to think about the strengths and weaknesses of your character. So for strengths, I'm going to have that she's really smart and she's very thoughtful and kind. And for weaknesses, she's a bit clumsy and she doesn't like to follow the rules. So she sometimes gets in trouble. Now, since the school is where the lab is that someone's going to be trying to destroy the world in, I am going to go to storyboardthat.com and I'm going to first set the scene and I have loads of choices. I'm going to choose school, but you've got loads of choices. You could have entertainment where they've got loads of backgrounds that look like theatres and cafes and like old school American diners. 
and then you can also have homes so you've got like bunk beds and bedrooms and a computer room all the sort of things that you might have at home you can have school which is what I've chosen so I've chosen the classroom for my first scene you can have historical which is really cool you have like houses that like to set in the Tudors so you could have a time traveling character or you could have King Henry VIII maybe in yours there's also castles if you want to do one about princesses and dragons or maybe you want to do one about somebody who lives in a castle like Rapunzel and can't be let out there's loads of different scenes um, and you can also choose like outdoor ones. There's absolutely loads to choose from. You will not be stuck for choice. So you basically drag and drop the background into your first comic strip. And then you can add a character. There are so many characters to choose from. And once you click on the character that you like, you can change their hair colour, eye colour. So I want to have a 10 year old girl. Um, so I've gone for one. I kind of want my character to have curly hair, so I've clicked on curly hair and then I changed it so she has ginger hair. I've changed her clothes. And then you can add speech bubbles. So I remember Ned saying that he comes up with the story and then the artist will be the ones that put it into the Monster Fun comics. Now I'm going to get my character say something by adding a speech bubble but I can also add these things like pow and boom and zip and crash and splat there's so many different choices now I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I don't think you want to hear me going through my entire comic as interesting as it is um, I'll let you do some of the imagining and I'm going to go to the bit where she is in the school and she's in the lab and all of a sudden there is an explosion and so I'm going to do this, I'm going to add a bang, and I'm going to add a crash as well. She's really clumsy, so I'm going to pretend that she's crashed into something. Now, there's loads of different things that you can do with this, and you can create an entire comic on storyboardthat.com. Remember the key things um, that the guys from Monster Fun said, which is about creating the character and thinking about their age and their strengths and weaknesses before you start and think about a bit of a story. I love that they talked about the child that had come up with the idea of a worm that was a DJ who had to hide from birds, stop getting eaten. Think about things you see in everyday life. And if you're a little bit stuck, maybe think about something funny that someone said that you think you could make into a story. Or when you're practicing, you could even try making a comic from a book that you really, really like as well. I've created my comic, it is super fun and I'm really enjoying it, I'm going to keep practicing. Another thing you can do as well is of course you can do this on paper, you don't have to do it online. If you're really good at art, it's so much fun to do it on paper, get an A4 piece of paper, fold it in the middle lengthways and then fold it the other way in three and then you've got six boxes that you can make your little comic in. Good luck and if you come up with any great ideas for comics, we would love to know them, you can tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. So I've been creating a comic along with Meg, actually. So far, I have an awesome woman called Lex, who works at the best radio station in the world, loves reading books, and has to save the world from an evil villain who wants to steal everybody's chocolate. She may or, or may not be loosely based on me. Uh, if you want to create your own comic online, uh, then the website myself and Meg used is called storyboardthat.com. Or you could just use good old-fashioned pen and paper to create your very own comic. And if you want to find out more about Monster Fun, then head to monsterfun.co.uk. 
Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to any time you fancy. If you're after some more suggestions from Stonehenge to Wizard Escape Rooms, then just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. Whatever you do and however you do it, tell us at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. I'm Bex and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. Um, it's got some amazingly pink and white flowers. The leaves look quite kind of like um, kind of furry, you know what I mean? It's a warm spring day in late March, and ever since the leaves have started to come out, Roby Joe has been wondering why some trees lose their leaves and some don't, and also like how the trees know when it's time to shed their leaves. To find out, join us on the conversations, Curious Kids, wherever you get your podcasts.